This is a Giving Thought podcast from the Charities Aid Foundation's think tank, Giving Thought. And last but not least is Rich Collins from Sortified, which is a social investment and a consultancy that helps other organisations engage with things like community commissioning and accessing social finance. So here's Rich. Yeah, I mean, I guess the best place to start is just uh, if you could say a bit about, you know, how the COVID-19 pandemic is affecting your organisation so far or kind of any other organisations that you're working with. Well, for for us, I guess it's it's been the day to day working. Um all of a sudden everything stopped so where we had work lined up uh, and what we're doing at the minute so what, what we we tend, can, tend to work with lots of other organizations community sector organizations supporting them and obviously the last thing most people want at the minute is help write a strategy or a business case um, so all of our kind of work on the horizons kind of stopped we also run some frontline services and uh, we've had to obviously close down all, all uh all kind of front-facing meetings so we've gone online for everything in terms of how we work with people and how we're linking to folk so um that everything's changed absolutely everything has changed um and that has put a lot of problems on how we operate how we work how the how we link to staff um and just making sure everyone's got the right it equipment and and access to the internet it's been very tricky and have have you found people kind of able to to adapt to that relatively quickly or have you sort of encountered you know a fair number of challenges for, for us as an organization we've always been a flexible working anyway so we we let all of our staff work from home from whenever they want to we have an office space but not everyone has to come to it most of the time people choose to but not always so we're always set up to work flexibly so that's not been too much of a problem one of our guys doesn't have the internet uh, which has been problematic so we've had to um kind of sort out uh, a short-term fix in terms of tethering to a mobile phone but it seems to be working all right so far luckily they only need to do a couple of days a week for us so that's not too bad um working with we we run uh, an employment service for carers trying to get support carers back into employment um and a lot of the guys we work with there haven't got access to technology they haven't got access to the internet they can't afford it um and, and where they do have it often access is fairly limited just getting onto it so um that's been a challenge with some people and, and obviously most of that work is face to face and and all of a sudden we've had to say sorry guys um we're closing all of that down we, we're only going to talk to you from from a distance um but most people vast majority have been very good and are working with us on it it's been it's been it's been good to see how people do react and and, and adapt. Yeah, absolutely. And and then sort of apart from the, those those challenges of everybody having to kind of pivot very very hard, sort of sharp left to, to working online. Um, you know, hearing quite a lot about um sort of funding challenges as well. Organisations either having you know kind of fundraising events or short term you know income streams uh, around kind of shops or cafes or you know trading. Uh, obviously just stopping dead have you guys found any challenges with that or kind of organizations that you're working with yeah both um i mean personally as an organization our cash flow has been an absolute nightmare over the last uh, couple of weeks no one's paying 
for those where we have got outstanding. Well, some are, that's not fair to say. Some have been really, really good and actually have helped us out and saved us. Um, but um, uh, in, in generally, we're only a little organisation. Our cash flow is fairly minimal. Uh, we don't have huge reserves, as you'd expect. Um, and as a result, we, we, we are day to day looking at our finances to make sure that we can keep going for as long as possible uh, and looking at that dreaded furlough word uh, as to when that's going to kick in and we have to start taking it will be the directors because the rest of the staff are all covered by by grant money so they're going to be all right because that looks like it's going to be carrying coming through but it's how we we shut myself and the and, the, and my other director off uh, at what point and then how we move we've had advice to say we can move across so that uh, our non-execs can support staff indirectly um, and when we go to that kind of model because that's going to be fairly soon that will kick in unless there's any any major income streams coming from from either government or anywhere else to to, to support us and keep us going um most of what we do isn't frontline so it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things if we do have to shut up and luckily the government has, has reacted and given us this opportunity through furloughing and we've all had to learn all about that very quickly um but i think uh longer term um, that's where it's got, it's got it's going to be problematic. I mean, today we we contacted HMRC and said, sorry guys, we can't pay our HMRC bills um, for for the foreseeable, and they've been absolutely brilliant and said that's fine. Um, uh, and and you know, I urge anyone who's out there who's, who's thinking about it, just ring them up and talk to them. They've been brilliant. Um, and that's I guess one of the super positives that's come out of this is how well government and the government agencies are reacting and supporting everybody through this. That's really encouraging to to hear because I know that there have been kind of uh, quite a few measures uh, so far introduced uh, that have either kind of you know applied to charities, social enterprises, or it's kind of been clarified or they've been added. Um, are there any sort of things that that you think you know government or or funders or others who are in a position to to help with some of these short term challenges for organisations that are finding? income streams drying up all of a sudden is, is there more that they could be doing to help um i think absolutely uh there's there's the first thing that came out was loans we can't we're, we're not going to look at loans we can't even consider looking at loans uh in in the short in in the short to long term at the moment because we don't know what the future is going to be so i'm not going to sit here and take a loan out to try and keep our little organization afloat because we, we we don't know in six months time whether or not the funding is going to be coming back through to keep us going and the work's going to be there. So that's the main one that's straight off the table. There's there's great stuff around um, business rate support and support for SMEs uh, through the local authorities, through business uh, uh, rates, rebates. But we don't think that's going to cover us because we're in um, serviced accommodation, so we don't pay rates. So that looks like I, I've, I've been up and down with that one. I don't know if it's going to work. We're going to get 10 grand or not. Um, so as it stands at the minute, I'm not counting it in as we're going to get it. So that's been a, a real big issue. Uh, and the big gap has been that no one is looking at the community sector and the support to it, apart from, you know, the, the excellent work that's going on through things like the National Emergencies Trust, which is going to be paying out some big money to organisations soon. But it's all donations. We need the government to step in here and, and help out and keep charities functioning and going that frontline services as well as some of us who support those organizations and deliver some of those services ourselves who are really in dire straits at the minute and will not exist in the future definitely will not we are going to lose a hell of a lot of uh, of charities and social enterprises in the in the uh, in the coming weeks and months i'm already starting to see ones flagging and and those who who are are just stopping at the minute which is worrying in its own right to say well actually are they really needed? Where's the people gone? 
or are those people just out there not getting any services at the minute, which is even worse? So lots and lots of issues around around that. I think we've, um, we're, you know, we're we're having some discussions with our local community foundation and with national community foundations and some of the social investors about some more radical ways of trying to free up social investment. A lot of what work we do is around supporting social investment and blended finance. Um, so we're kind of having some discussions at the minute about whether any of that funding could be freed up because people are holding this money back for rainy days it's kind of pouring down at the minute isn't it so if there's a time to act and use some of this money let's get it out there and, and, and i'm afraid um we can't really be just kicking the ball around at the minute we need to act because there's people who aren't getting any services and people who really really need things right now yeah and and i have to absolutely echo things i've been hearing from you know other funders and investors is sort of saying actually as, you, as exactly as you say and now is that rainy day and it's all very well kind of wanting to to keep one eye on the future but actually if you don't take action in the short term now it's not really clear for a lot of organizations whether they'll have a future so um you know it really is very pressing need um i mean i guess you, you kind of mentioned it a little bit there but one one other thing i mean there's an enormous number of challenges for a lot of organizations at the moment and a lot of uncertainty um but you know, what have you seen so far that gives you you know, some some cause for hope or optimism that the civil society and the charity sector can weather this storm and kind of potentially, hopefully, come out stronger on the other side. Uh, one, I think we've always weathered storms and we're always weathering storms. So uh, funding challenges are kind of part and parcel. Um, and I don't think uh, any organisation in this sector has had uh, a month or a year go by where they're not worried about funding and where they're going to get their income from to keep going. So um, from, from that perspective, we're, we're well used to it. Um, what, what is great to see is how society as a whole is, well, most of society as a whole is reacting to this crisis. Uh, and being supportive. It's it's great to see people coming out of the woodwork to support people where they can, whether that's picking up food and delivering it to people's doorsteps or just giving people a phone call when they need it. Um, that's really great. You know, 170,000 people, I think, volunteered overnight for this NHS volunteers thing, which is amazing. So society is reacting and supporting, which is brilliant. Government you know, we've all been critical, I think, of various governments over the years. But, uh, you know, bar the fact that there's there's big gaps around supporting the community sector, big gaps around uh, self-employed people. Who would have thought that we would, have, we would have seen a government take their finger out like this and just go, hang on, let's throw some money at it? Because we've had austerity for so, so long. I used to be a commissioner. I was one of the people who, you know, who uh, who was removing services for, uh, until I had enough of that and left. Um in order to in, in order to save money and all of a sudden we've got lots of money that's coming into the system and that's really good it's keeping people afloat businesses across all sectors is keeping people afloat at the minute we will need to do more but at least something's happening we're not sticking our head in the sand like other countries so that in terms of positives i think it's it's, it's great to see people reacting and reacting well to it yeah, absolutely. And it'll be very interesting with some of these things to see kind of how much that momentum carries on and also, you know, how some of the, the sort of positive reaction and, and changes that have happened in the, the short term through necessity end up becoming sort of much longer term changes that reshape the way, you know, the, the sector works. So I think it's I mean, it's a difficult but an absolutely kind of fascinating time if you can manage to keep track of, of what's happening day to day. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say thanks ever so much for, for finding the time to come on, on the podcast, Rich. Um, I know it's a busy time for, for everyone. Um, I certainly yeah, wish you the, the best in, in everything you're doing um, and certainly hope you get sort of 
you know some some clarity and some of the things that you're trying to pull together and, and work on to to kind of ensure that sort short term short term sustainability uh, payoff for you. Oh, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Great. <laughs> <laughs>